0: Welcome back, guys. Geekiest show in this reality. You know what we're dedicated to hosting passionate people, discussing our excitement for comics, old and new, talking about what's hot in the industry. And of course, all things MCU. If you enjoy the show, everyone, please hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't skip a beat. Really helps the show helps support us and you won't miss us. So thank you. So. Really special episode today, guys. Uh, We put it on social media, a lot of questions, a lot of questions, a lot of people, a lot of hype around this episode. So glad that we could finally put it together. You know, every now and then we really do our best to bring you guests who have, you know, somehow contributed to the comic industry that we know and love. But today we have a superstar guest. I will go as far as to say that, even though he's super humble and he's probably, yeah, there it is. There it is. Guys, we have superstar artist John Boy Myers. John hey. Boy, what's up, thank man? you so much Bloody for being good here. Yeah, man. what's good.
1: up? We look good, man. Yeah, East Coast treating you good,
0: dude. Everything's everything's awesome. I have no complaints right now. I, I, I you know, we were on this talking for a little. I'd say my only complaint yeah. right now is like how fast everything's moving. Like we blink, Thanksgiving's done. You know, yeah. as we as we air this, it's the twenty seventh. As we record this, I should say, you know, it's like gearing up for Christmas now, dude. It's crazy unbelievable.
1: Uh the whole the whole year just kind of snuck right by, man. Like it like I said Dude. we were talking about earlier like the older you get, the faster things move and you're just like, "Oh man. You know, before you know it, you're going to get married and you're going to have a couple kids. You're just like, "What? Like, man, how did this happen?"
0: Dude, you know what? It's funny you say that cuz I joke about this, but you know, Marvel's going through some stuff right now. Whenever I talk to friends about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the next Avengers film that comes out in, like, late 2025. And I start thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I could be, like, showing up with, like, uh, by my wife by then. Like, that's cr- that's yeah. crazy to think about. Like, that's insane. Like, you know, I'm 26. I- I- I'm i half kidding when I say that. But, like, dude, I, I- a lot can happen. It's- it makes you really realize how fast things move and I will say this and I stand by it to this day I tell everybody this being a comic nerd and going every Wednesday to get my comics it it somehow adds this new reality of like perception of time that I can't explain where like <laughs> like dude like I'll be like I'll be buying like a, a a book you draw for example right and I'll be like yeah that was a great book came out like six months ago and then people will be like no that was like two years ago and I'm like wow like that's so ch- – and then you think about – it's – it's uh, I, anybody who buys comics weekly, I've t- probably talked to, to many of you about this. But let me know what you think in the comments about that because, like, I – to this day, I'm always like, wow, I have a new perception of time from literally going into the comic store every Wednesday for the past 10-plus t- years buying comics. Like, it's crazy. Think about it.
1: Yeah, like when we go to shows and we go out to dinners with other artists and friends and stuff like that, we're like, man, when do we do this? I's like, dude, five years ago, and we pick up right where we left off. But like, it doesn't feel like five years. I'm like, man, we're getting old. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And that's that's even meeting you at Boston Comic Con, guy. That doesn't feel that long ago. But like, that was I was like, like,
1: was that four years ago? Man, that was before. Yeah, it was like
0: I think it was like th- oh, I think it was after John Boy. I think that was like three years ago ish. Like right. I remember talking to you, and you were like, yeah, this is, like, my first con, I think, was about your first con back to was doing stuff.
1: Expo? Oh, that's right. That yeah. was at an expo. That was, I was sitting at Frankie's Comics booth, I think. Was that it? Or no? I was I am, sitting I, at I forget where you were, to be honest with you. but what but, was I sitting next to John Byrne? Because that was before COVID, and then after COVID, I was sitting with Frankie's for Boston.
0: I would have remembered John Byrne 100%. Percent. Okay. You, yeah, you definitely weren't I with know, him. But, but um. But, dude, regardless, when I messaged you again, I mean, some time had passed since since we last spoke. Uh, and I was like, damn, like, that's in- just another another point there. It's t- it's crazy. But other than that, everything's going well with me. The holidays are coming up. Happy to have you here. We have a loose agenda today yeah. where we're, uh, like I said, I, I posted on social media, told the masses that we would have you. And we have some questions people want to dive yeah. into.
1: So we're just going to.
0: Dude, we're going to rapid-fire this and just see where the show goes from here. So, (laughs) all in. Um, Actually, I'm going to steal the show really quick and and ask you something. I see you wearing, like, a glove right now. Is that for do you have like yeah
1: what what is is that for drawing what are those for this is this is these are copper compression gloves and you know i got a lot of friends who have a lot of wrist problems and hand problems and
0: dude
1: compression gloves actually they're like compression socks too but they actually compress it and keep blood circulating throughout the whole hand while you're working so so even when i'm drawing a fine line or things like that it's still pumping blood everywhere else in my hand so things don't get numb um have good blood flow and things like that. You always think about, like, the number one thing you want to take care of is your hands. So um, I was reading an interview with Jim Aparo, and Jim Aparo uh, used to be a mechanic and used to work part-time as a mechanic while working in comics, and he oh, had to quit being a mechanic because he says it was just tearing up his hands and it would affect his drawing. So, wow, that's you know, crazy. Yeah, so there's a... Uh, and I also work on a... You know, I work on a... Uh, I work on, you know, 2D... Uh, traditionally, and this helps with you know gliding on the paper, and same when I'm working on screen or on an iPad, you know you can glide on the paper a little bit easier too. So, so
0: it, okay, have to have to ask really quick because yes. I, I I thought they were the com- compression gloves or they were something for art, but oh, yeah. I remember once a while ago, uh, you you probably will correct me on how to pronounce his name. I I don't know, but South Korean artist superstar um, in in Hayuk Lee, I think that's yeah. how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's how to pronounce it. He once posted uh, a picture and he was like on Instagram and it was like all of these pills. Right. And he was like, hey, you know, like I, I just feel like he was, was something like it was a while ago. He's like, I have to talk about this because like people just don't get it. But like being an artist is like so hard on the bar bod- on the body. He was like, I'm constantly hunched over like doing drawings and like right. like uh, he was like my fingers hurt and my wrists kill me um he's like you know this is just like a glimpse into like the,
1: the gym or working out or stretching because like you know every hour you want to get up and try to stretch you know i have a i have a giraffe wheel and i kind of like roll my back and kind of like you know yeah. just fine and stand up you want to like you know, you you really like every, at least every hour, you want to get up and stretch and just kind of move around for like five minutes. If you're feeling a little hunched over, you know, go crack your back or go do something because, and you got to eat right too. A lot of my friends, they, they do a lot of sodas and a lot of sugars. And
0: mm, that catches up to you.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, 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 and we're not saying like, you know, during the holidays, it's like an everyday thing. You know, yeah. I drink like a two liter of soda every day. And that's like, dude, that will kill you, man. You that know? will kill you. Yeah, that that's that'll
0: that'll do it. But but to each their own, I guess the process. Yeah, you got to take care of
1: yourself, man. You got to take your vitamins. You got to eat right. Eat eat as clean as you can. And man, that if you got to take all these medicines and you're you're that messed up, you have to reevaluate a little bit about your health too. Because the thing about it is 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 being dedicated and hardcore and disciplined about your craft and doing what you got to do. You got to remember those like. You know what are you willing to give up to attain it? But then, you know, you don't want to. Once you've attained your goals, then everything you gave up, you're chasing to get your health back. You yeah. know, it, it's yes. kind of you're not even being able to enjoy those fruits of labor. So you need to be able to try to, you know, like uh, you know, uh, uh I mean, there's no excuse. You can, you know, there's this thing called Better Me, where it's all calisthenics workout on your phone. You know what I mean? You can you can do so many things. Fifteen minutes. You know so. Mm-hmm. There's really no excuse, especially you work from home, to take better care of yourself. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of this too. You know what I mean? I put on a couple pounds because I've been traveling a lot. You know, and yeah, travel you have a tendency not to eat good. So it's like, oh, well, it's like you're getting kind of chubby. And I'm like, oh, uh, she's like, yeah. How'd that right. happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, because haven't been. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, taking care of myself. But I, I think that with those things, whatever profession you're in. You know, if you know, sometimes a little too much is not a good thing. You know, you want to have a little work-life balance if you can. Where you have a day where you're mentally doing something that is, because like, like for me, if you're being your creative output is constantly on all the time, you're pushing so many things out, you're not filling that back up. That could be dangerous because when you're tapping that well and you're dry and you still have things to do, yeah, you know, you're not necessarily getting the best work, but you're getting it done. But it's like. Uh, you know, you're like, ah, oh, this one wasn't as cool as your other covers. And you're like, well, yeah, with that, I can exactly tell you what was going on in my life that time. The like, guy yeah, was just traveling a lot. I had no time to do anything else. And that was it.
0: Damn. Yeah. I'm sure that must affect your work. Like, you can only oh, yeah. put in so much. I mean, and you are always on the move, too. We were talking about this before right. we went on it. I mean like you are always on the move it's insane and and just to help people understand a little bit too i was i purposely didn't start off with like john boy myers who's done xyz abc because you literally have dude you are crazy you literally have so much that you've done like it's insane i would love for you to just like say really like you know you're doing freelance like you're, you're doing stuff abroad like just i would love for you to just tell the listeners exactly like what what you have going on and what Uh, you do
1: you know i'm always thankful for the work and i I do a lot of shows and i do covers and i'm working on my career around projects so it's always like when i'm when i'm doing stuff i'm always trying to you know whatever opportunities come your way like to do shows and things like that where you can connect with fans and sell sell comics and do do that that's a real blessing and when you have those opportunities just make the most of those opportunities because sometimes when you get older those disappear so when you have an opportunity to make money and 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 interact with people, you should always take those opportunities. Try to balance it out a little bit between projects. But I mean, you know, working on covers and working on your own thing and doing shows, you really have to be very regimented about what you're doing. But then everything's on a deadline, you know. what I mean, you kind of like I have a I have a calendar that I write on my wall here about what I've got going on. When yeah,
0: I do the same thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm always trying to track that as far as like, okay, like I have to do this now. I have to change it. Okay, well, if I'm going to be gone these days, let me reach out to my editor to let them know like, hey. Or if I got a podcasting video like, hey, you know what? These dates don't work out. I might have a window here. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes I forget. And then I just like, you know, because just I as soon as you get something else done, you want to get something else done too to catch yep. up to another show next week. So I think it's trying to make it fit and make it work. Within the time that you have, but also try to spend time with, you know, like if you have a significant other, that's really important, you know. Um, I'm trying to have some work life balance, but still try to, like, you know, uh, um, have enough time to where I can get creative filled up and actually do really good work is the best work nice. I to do because there's so many talented guys out there. I meet so many people who are just still crushing it. And it's like, in my mind, it's like I have to you want to compete and you want to be a cover artist or you want to be a comic artist, you know you, your output has to be on par with the people that you respect the most. And and there's a certain level and bar you want to have for yourself. And if you drop below that, it's like, look, can't do that. Like there's mm-hmm. such a high expectation. You should have a high expectation for yourself because fans have high expectations about what they're getting. Um, and it's very much like Marvel movies too. The expectation now is very low because it's yeah, like, I, it, it is yep. You know, but you don't want that. You want the expectations to be high because you wanna meet people's expectations or exceed it or deliver because people totally. feel like you know, like comics are not cheap, you know what I mean? And you don't want them to get a book and they're just like, Man, this is like I can just burn this book, like this book sucks. I spent my like Yeah, it. yeah.
0: And it's it's crazy to hear you say that because like Marvel's sneaky starting to add like four ninety nine price tags to their stuff. And like yeah. it's coming, you know, it's it's like it's coming eventually right. and, and you know it's It's your work is so it just pops like none other. That's what I always appreciated oh, thanks, about okay. your work. Yeah, the hey, d- yep, thanks. the compliments no. are gonna start flooding, John. Boy, get no, ready. no, I they're you know I
1: appreciate that. I'm always more of like, hey, I want, I want, I want to be able to create at the same level as artists I respect and stuff that's on the sands that I think is great work. You know, and Dude, absolutely, I think yeah. people have a lot of choice, and you want to make sure that when they see something from me, that it's something that they feel like they spent good money on, and they got their, their money's worth, and they're happy with their purchase. You know, it's like yeah. Because the best, the worst thing is just, like, our industry is shrinking a bit, too. So anything I could do to help keep comics going is is a good thing, too. Very true. Make sure, like, because if not, if we don't pass it forward or things, you know, get priced out, like, it kind of dies with us. And we're like, okay, that's it. You know, we're like, oh, you know, okay, we're... I guess this is it, you know. So yeah, no, yeah.
0: it's very I I read those articles all the time that's saying like when is like what's going on what you know is 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 our thing slowing down and it's like oh come on. But
1: you know, I think what hurts comics is that they're gobbled up by bigger industries. So that's the problem because if comics were its own like if Marvel comics weren't owned by Disney, they would yeah. probably take more risks, things would be better. Yes, um, they
0: would. I wholeheartedly agree. agree.
1: Yeah. Same with but the fact is, like, you know, comics collectively are maybe just under like $2.5 billion, almost three, maybe. But you have to understand parent companies like Disney own other companies that make $8 billion a year. So this is yep. why we're seeing all the things that are happening at D.C. because they're trying to get costs down to make things profitable. So, yeah. And I love is, I love yeah. that you're talking about this, too. Yeah. Boy. And don't, you, uh,
0: no, they don't. Yeah, I, I love that you, you talk about it, too, because you have you are in the mix of it. I mean right. you do so much at 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 marvel at at you know um god it just every dc like you're do yeah. you're pumping out work for them i mean and i also saw that you've been at idw doing you know publishing for
1: them for what 11 yeah. years now like, like i've been freelancing for almost 30 years now man it's been it's crazy how fast it goes by because i'm just like man i feel like i just my work is just now kind of getting interesting right um but like it's it's really interesting because of the fact that comics are being gobbled up now and then things like uh, by larger entities and they yeah they feel like they're locked into like brands now and pushing out products. This is why I feel like things aren't as good. Like there there's these yeah. I want you to elaborate on that, please,
0: yeah. because so like, many agree with you, including me
1: a little bit. I uh, totally. Yeah, I, I think comics used to be a little bit more team driven, but now they're like editorially driven, and they don't take a lot of risks. So sometimes. Uh, you're going to get a lot of stuff where it's just like it's just kind of uninspired or regurgitated. and needs to be like, well, we've kind of seen this already. And like, you know, um, I, I think I mean, it, it, for me, it shows because a lot of the content for movies that they draw from was done when it was more team driven. Like, you know, artist, writer, editor, mm-hmm. everyone talking and have a conversation about like, hey, what can we do interesting with this character that we haven't done? versus like you know where it's very brand handed down you know and not to knock those guys i mean that's just how the system is now we're like you know we're you know it's gonna be a year without batman we're just like why we've seen this before why you know and yes it's, you know yes. It's, we yes. want to do this you know and it, it's kind of like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel sometimes and but, you know, this is what happens when you're, when, you know, you have a, uh, your corporate overloads are, are telling the, the company, like the publishing company, like, well, you need to do X, Y, Z to get your numbers up and you keep your costs low. That means you pay talent, nothing, you know, you, uh, uh you know, it, it's, it's a different type of system, you know, you're living, at, you know, you know, licensing is a big deal, you know, like you want to. You know, the, the idea that Spider-Man is more popular as a toy or cartoon or a movie than as a comic book is kind of sad. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, comics are, are a very cheap medium for them to be gobbled up. And the fact that you're not putting more comics into schools like like, you know, partnering with Scholastic or things like that, like there's it's always lost opportunities. But you have to understand they are competing companies, too. So you can't really partner with them. And it's kind of like I feel like if they weren't owned by these parent companies, things would be a lot easier. You could scale more. But with things like crowdfunding too, you know, comics are so decentralized. If you have totally. an idea, you know, there's you know I hate to use the word gatekeepers, but there's there's nobody kind of guarding the door for you to get in. If you have great way to put it time and talent, and you want to put out your own comic book, you can do that. You know, there's no one stopping you. It's just you got to market it, you got to do all the work on it, and you got to hustle and you got to make it a thing. But you know um so i mean i'm actually one of those guys who are doing that right now working on a creator own so i'm actually dialing oh, back awesome. to, yeah I'm, I'm dialing back some of my pro work so i can kind of get this creator own thing through the door dude that's it. awesome
0: you have a timeline on that can you yeah I, I know you probably can't say much We're but
1: on for three years and i'm just like my wife's like look man she goes you need to just ship this thing because it's just like look and, and the thing about it is because it's like i'll be on it for a couple months and then i have to I ran out of money and I have to get back on like regular projects and then, right. Then, okay, I'm good again. And I get back on this. And it's kind of like, look, just carve out six months for yourself where you're like maybe doing one or two covers, but the rest of the stuff, it's just, it's full, full you on this, getting it out the door and just get it out the door and get it done. And then
0: that's so awesome.
1: Like, do Dude, one that's- for and then one for them, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Cause she's like, you know, you're kind of, you're, if you're splitting your attention between too many things, like something's going to suffer at some point. And it's like, well, you know, because um, the thing about comics that you have to understand too is there's other people in that chain who depend on you. You you know what I mean? Like if you're a, an artist, you're right, you're you're drawing and inking. You know, your your colorist is waiting for you to like deliver stuff because he needs to get paid too. And if you are a flake and you don't deliver on time, mm-hmm. then that builds his things down the chain and. You know, you want to be professional, you want to be responsible, you want to get things done. And, you know, if there's a problem in that chain, it's not going to be from you. Yes. You know what I mean? Because that's that, you know, that's the thing about comics is your fate is tied directly to the professionality and and the the wherewithal of the team and the editor. And if the editor is not any good, then... You better hope the rest of your team is or have it together. And if not, then it's like, like, do, what, do what, is this a successful team for me? And if it's not, then you're like, dude, I'm out. Like I can't yeah. I can't do this. this have you have
0: you had experiences like that where you've been oh, working on something? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Like I was at a major publisher working on a major book for them, supposedly, and I didn't and I had signed a contract and I was exclusive for them, but I didn't get a check for nine months. Damn. Exclusive nine balance. months? nine months like i'd worked on spawn before that and all this money saved up on spawn got dried up and like i'm married oh. i'm in northern california like it's not cheap out here am i no oh, hey man like what are you doing i'm like well we're gonna start sometime sooner or later and like well what about your contract what about this like she's like look like this hurts us what, what are you doing and right like, oh, right you know and it's like like, like 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 i've learned a lot like like I said, i've had a lot of successes and failures and you always want to kind of learn and not re- repeat the same mistakes and it's just like you know it just was not a good deal for me and i'm like hey look guys like i can't stay on this train with you because like you know it, it's either you stay and, and that's how things are always going to be and you know you don't want it's either you're working comics your comics are working you and i was getting worked over pretty bad so i was just like okay well it's you know take personal responsibility like hey look guys this is cool but this is not for me like you know if if you want me to say then this is what needs to change and i want you to do it then like hey we can leave as friends and it's all good you know? yes but,
0: yes and i but, think that's a that's a honestly part partly a good segue into one of the questions that someone <laughs> had for you that i'm going to yeah. fire off but love everything you just said and yeah. again appreciate you being so real john boy it's refreshing yeah. it's great to hear uh, cool. um yeah 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 someone said um yeah, this was actually an overwhelming number of people brought us this – this oh, cool. basically the same question. So the question is – and I'm kind of mashing up like several of your questions for those listening that, that John Boy is going to answer because it's mostly about the same thing. But the last time we saw you do work really for Marvel, like your work, like Interior Pages was – I mean, Royals, right? The book about the Inhumans, which came out back in like, man, like 2017, maybe 2018. Oh,
1: yeah. Four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Um. So this what? book.
1: <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, no. But people are
0: saying, uh, pe- first of all, everyone had nothing but good things to say about the book, including me, which is kind of how I really got to know you, to be honest. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I was. Yeah, I had just graduated high school at the time. And I was like, "Damn! Like this is sick! Like you did the Inhumans Prime book. Like you did Royals." And Al Ewing is like a great writer. I mean, he killed it with that story. And I know that you guys did a lot there, but people are saying, "But number part part one is you only did about four pages for the series, or I'm sorry, four issues for the series.
1: Um, An issue and a half actually for the series, and then four covers for the series. But yeah, Yeah,
0: sorry, that's what it
1: is. Yes."
0: so th- thank you. So that's so why why did you come on for like an, an issue and a half? Is there something like what? like it just so, it seemed like an awkward amount.
1: Of no, no. So what had happened was um, I had just left DC. Um, that was basically what was the what we were just talking about. Um, okay, it just was not a good situation for me. like I went nine months without oh. checking, and then I was under contract and and they were gonna owe me amount of issues at the end of the year was pay or play and it was gonna be a lot of money that they were gonna to have to pay me and I don't Jeez. I got the seeking suspicions that they probably weren't gonna pay me so um then I'm like yeah okay I can't do it. so um um I reached out to Marvel because they were like hey anytime I'm gonna come over here and I'm like hey I'm look, sure you know, I told them like this is what I went through over here I just don't want have the same situation uh moving over to you guys and like look you know I need to be on a book that is um, you know, if you want to incentivize my contract, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. But like, look, you got to give me like in my, in my work contract, I get, I get 30 days, every issue to get it done.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Um, um, so I had moved right into Royals. Um, supposedly the script was ready and it wasn't. So oh. I waited for about two and a half months. for a script. Yes. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. It's about two and a half months for a script. Because I was like, here's a script, but they want me to retweak some stuff. So it was kind of like a, a back and forth thing with between between Al and, and Marvel. Um, and when it finally kind of got greenlit, it was January. And I I said, OK, I could start in February. Because um, like waiting around, I'm like, well, I, I picked up other work. So I got to clear this off my plate and I can do it. And i are like, cool. Like, all right, no problem. But, you know, like work starts. And then right when I started, um, we had found out that they... Solicited issue one and issue two to come out in the same month, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Oh. I'm like, "Guys, I have this contract. I get 30 days every issue. Like, they incentivize my contract where I have to five, finish five consecutive issues in order to get a bonus.
0: Hmm. Uh, mm.
1: 30 days every issue. So I went back and said, "Look, uh guys, like, edit." I went to editorial like, "You guys are kind of. This is not. In- you can, Yeah, you're, you're kind of not- getting screwed." <laughs> Yeah, well, it's edit, contracts and editorial really don't talk to each other. So, you know, and I don't know who was enforcing it at the time. So, you know, it's these things happen and, you know, they want to make more money. I, I get it. It's their first quarter. They want a first strong first quarter opening. Um, but yeah. the thing about it is like, uh, okay, um, what are we going to do about this? Because, like, I, I'm not, I'm not. You know, I had to sacrifice some quality in the work to get it done and then move into issue two. And I'm like, and then during that time, the colorists who they wanted to color the series bailed on the series.
0: Oh,
1: So we had to find somebody else. So I asked my buddy Ryan to step in and do that. So we kind of did it together. Um, Yeah, for issue one. And then we went into issue two and I'm like, look, man, I can't do it. Because they're like, well, we're going to get a backup artist to help you with We're going to split the story into two different sections and we're going to get someone else to help you. I said, well, that really voids my entire contract. And guys, I can't do that. Like, okay, I'm like, look, I needed to speak to Marvel legal to try to get this worked out. And and it just just never happened. They never had time to, to work out the deal. So I'm like, look, I'm stepping off the book. I can't, this is financially, like you're putting me in the same exact situation. Again, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to do this work like you know, I'm not going to get a bonus because you're not allowing me. Right. You know, we're not we're not sticking to our agreement here. It's like it's okay, so they're like okay, cool. Well, let's put you on another book, and they were going to put me on X Men because I think wow. the artists who got in trouble for making some.
0: Yep. Uh, Jewish- yes, Mark Guggen. No, no, not Mark Guggenheim. Who was it? Adrian no. Sayaf. Yeah.
1: Right, but it was I think Guggenheim writing it. I think. Guggenheim was
0: writing it. It was right. the gold book. Yes. Right.
1: Um, and and so he was being removed from the book. Like, hey, you know, we want you to do uh, like this Omega Red story with Colossus. And i was like, okay, great, yeah, cool. So I started working on some designs for that. And and uh, then they came back and said, well, the issues probably won't be. The story won't be ready for three months. And I'm just like,
0: oh. oh man.
1: I was like, look, man. um I went nine months without a check on this other job, and I couldn't work for anybody else because I'd signed an exclusive contract. I'm I've, I've waited almost three months for the script on this, and now you're asking me to wait another three months. I'm gonna get paid for an issue and ten pages for for royals, like guys, like like I, I can't I can't do this. And and I was like, look, respectfully, I really love you guys. I just like I gotta like this is this is not a good deal. And and um, I said, if you guys want to try to renegotiate my contract, that's fine. But if you, you're expecting to wait another three months. I have bills. I have yeah. I real life things. Yep. Yeah. Look, man, like, you know, if you can't find me any or single work to do in between that for three months until this is ready, then I have to move on, guys. And that's it. And, you know, uh, that was not a very popular decision with them or the previous publisher I worked with. But, you know, there's a lot of blowback for that because it, it makes me as an artist look like a flake. you know, and you can't. Yeah, really, right. You know, and I don't have any ill will with it, but I think, you know, when these things happen, like financially, you know, you have to make the best decision for you because I, I don't feel like I was being treated fairly. And I'm like, hey, you know, I have to find other work and that's, you know, there's no hard feelings here. I'm just going to move on with my life. Yeah, That's it. So. Yeah, you know? yeah, it sounds like you did what was best for you. I mean, it sounds like
0: appropriate, but, but what any reasonable person would do in it your shoes. It's reasonable,
1: but I think these things, because there's such a big push behind things, like it's kind of bad press and, and you yes. know, not going to... Stick up for you, they're gonna throw you under the bus. But I mean that you know, and then mm-hmm. you know a lot of the backlash online. Like people are like, "Oh, good night, John boy you know, you get all this stuff. Uh huh.
0: That that can't uh, sure. feel good. I I know well, you guys must have the thickest skin in the world because I see it all the time. Like people will be like this didn't look good, like, what was the deal with this? This image was horrible. <laughs> I don't think on yours necessarily, but just in yeah. general I see people trashing artists all the time, yeah, and it's like... But,
1: you know, usually when you go to these guys' pages who are trashing it, like, they don't really have really great lives or they're... they're, they're yes, there's a common thread of... of yeah, yeah, so, you don't, like, I mean, no one likes to talk about your work in the negative or anything, like. but I, I think the thing about it at the end of the day, it's like, who cares man like yeah good what's best for you and you have to do the best work you can and look like things are bad for the moment but that's it doesn't last forever you know what i mean Thou
0: shall pass
1: right and and you got to accept the good and bad with the pain like okay well this pain is probably gonna last a couple months until i go and do something great and for me it's like okay well then i need to do something great for myself i started back on my creator own stuff i'm like okay i'm just gonna do this you know and um, I was really thankful. But I still had friends at DC and, 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 uh, yeah. Marcharello Chiarello was a big fan of my work and said, look, man, I want you to do a year's worth of Superman stuff for covers for us. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, are you sure? He goes, yeah, man. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And that really kept me afloat. Like it was things that guys like that, that did, I, I'm so appreciative that kind of kept me going because
0: that's awesome.
1: You know, at that point, like no one wanted to touch me to a 10 foot pole, but I mean, you know, you have to decide for yourself when these situations arise or whether you want to if you want to continue to stick it out and if things are going to get better or not, then, and usually chances are, you know, if you've gone through this twice already, you know that this is how the story is going to end for you. It's like, yep. You've
0: seen been the star of this movie before. I say that <laughs> a lot. Yeah. With, with certain no, but, things,
1: you know, I, I, I can't do that. Like, you know um, I have financial responsibility at, at home and it's just things you have to do and, and you have to make the tough decision. But for me, I'm like, you know what, the worst case scenario is they hate my work or they hate me, they love my work, they hate me, and they're never gonna hire me again. I'm like, Well, you know, what are my options? And my my office is like, Well, what are your options? I can go back into games or I can I can freelance again and I can work yeah. on my creator own. And she goes, Well, stop you, know, you on your creator own? I'm like, No. She's like, Well then are you okay with that? I'm like, Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. She's like, Okay, then let's do it. So we're like, Hey guys, like on that was it. So
0: Good for you. So create your own stuff that that's going to be awesome to see you coming out with that type of I mean is yeah. that like a is that a 2024 definite thing? I mean I hate uh, asking stuff like that but is yeah, what any I,
1: time I'm, I'm I'm shooting for like yeah, summer release out on the stands it would be nice or count oh, so I can sell it shows and things like that. So yeah, let's hope like fingers it's crossed good, good. I mean I still love Marvel and DC and I still want to do covers and interiors and work for them as much as I possibly can, but I think it's uh. always good to do you know if you can like you do one for yourself and then do one for them you know yeah no
0: it that and that's that's a perfect segue into the next question and thank you so much for answering that so in depth that was awesome to listen to and people are probably going to love that i
1: do want to preface like you know no one intentionally did all that there was no malice on publishers to do this it's just like again you know they're owned by you know bigger entities that mandate that things be done and you're like well Okay, we said this, and this is in your contract. But then, you know, we have, that you know, like if if they're moving up the sales date or they want to double ship, like, you know, it's either you're on this train or you're not at that point. Yeah. And, and you know, like a lot of them understood where I was coming from, and they're like, well, you know, people aren't going to like it, but I understand, like, you know, so. Right. Um, but yeah, like like talking about this is not a sore subject for me, and hopefully, it is not not a sore subject for for DC or Marvel because it's. These things happen. And I think the thing about it that you always want to maintain, try to maintain a certain level of professionality. You don't want to air your grievances. Totally, that totally. Happens. No, I think, and I this, don't get that vibe at all. That this, this is, is five years later, so it's okay to talk about. It. I just, I, I just want to tell people like it's more of a cautionary, you know, like hey, these things can happen. Just you know, what is your plan? Yeah, what you want to do, and how do you want to handle it? exactly and it's promising you could be a pariah or you could be a hero you just don't yeah one of the two right Right. yeah
0: exactly but but i i love that you do say that you would potentially love to go back to marvel dc doing interior work
1: so yeah i've done some interior stuff for 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 dc and mm -hmm. great i love the characters there i love the people there uh marvel yeah i still do covers for them yeah you uh, do
0: yeah yeah whatever your variants are are not like super expensive (laughs) Yes. I will I will buy them. I will yeah. buy them. yes yes I, I will. um okay, another question for you yeah uh, from this was another uh, multiple people asked this um any character in particular from Marvel or DC that you're like, man I can't wait for the day. eventually it's gonna come where like hopefully I can do interiors for X character at Marvel
1: or DC I would love to do Batman or Captain America. it's two of my favorites but oh think- cool. Yeah, but I honestly like when I get cover work, whether I like the character or not, I try to find something I like about the character or what they do to make it interesting because when you're working as a, like when when you especially when you're doing covers, it's the first thing you see and you don't want yeah. to be uninspired. Like it's somebody's favorite character, right? So you better make sure that you're doing justice to that character because if you're doing something that's not true to the character then people are going to be like eh, this is like the lamest flash cover i've ever seen so or or whatever character so you always want to try to do something that is going to be like okay like you, you know do, do yeah i appreciate that statement that yeah feel feel good at that 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 fans are going to resonate with too because like you know, there's certain characters is just like absolutely just really tough for me. Like Green Arrow is a really tough character for me. I just like wow, just like yeah. Green Arrow at all. Like I love Black Canary, but I can't draw her on every cover if it's a Green Arrow book. Like you know, like like okay. all over the back, like ah, you know, Um, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it's like there are certain things because like for me, um if I feel like I can't deliver a really great cover on that, it's like man, I like, dude, like yeah, you. I try to find something I like about the character, but like I don't know if I have six Green Arrow covers in me that I'll I'll try to say what I want to say with that character for like two or three covers. But like, man, anything else, I'm gonna be like, dude, like I would think they might suck, you know? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Cover? this is the worst cover I've seen, and I, I don't want that, you know? It's not no,
0: like no, 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 totally of course not. That that's interesting. Is it's it's so Batman and Captain America. You said let's go back to that for a second. Yeah. Just just always love those characters, or I I would. I love that you say Batman. I could see, I could see for okay. some reason just your style, how you do Captain America. I that is so. I would never think to put you on a cap book because your art is so. It's it's like everyone has like oh you know I you know you talk to uh who, who was I speaking to it it was uh, oh yeah Nick Nick Bradshaw okay. and he was like oh yeah you Nick. know I my all of my you know I, I really loved Arthur Adams and you can see it. You're like yeah, you. I can see Arthur Adams' inspiration one billion percent. Like very evident, and, and you took your own style and like it's amazing. Um, with you, it I really don't. You're so unique. Where it's like who who did you get inspiration not, from? I,
1: I feel like my my influences are on my uh, wear it on my sleeve. Like the five guys who like I was really big into manga. Manga,
0: um, dude. I, I,
1: yep. That makes I complete of, sense. I kind of gravitated to guys who did manga-esque stuff. So the five guys who were, like, really instrumental for me was, like, Michael Golden, Arthur Adams, Jason Pearson, J. Scott Campbell, and Joe Manarera were, like, my five guys.
0: J. Like, Scott Campbell, yeah. Okay.
1: Everything that they did and put out, because it was just, like, because they were very manga-influenced, too. Like, the big eyes, and the big hair, and motion. and
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's and your
1: motions. Yeah. All that stuff. Like, that was stuff that I just loved, and I still love, um, um, so those are always things that I always wanted to try to incorporate. Like when you look at my stuff, even my standing characters, there's always some sort of motion, like there's like embers flying or hair moving or paper, or there's yep. something.
0: like Medusa's hair have to go to that. Yeah. Like that was yeah. just unbelievable. And so oh, when you yeah. say when you say Captain America, like he's not like a fluid character, so I would love to kind of see he's what you do first topic with that
1: book I ever read. So oh, like, cool first superhero i kind of fell in love with as far as like wow captain america it was jack kirby art and uh oh yeah falcon and it was just blew me away because prior to that i just read nothing but war comics so it was like okay you know know, joe Kubert and alfredo alcala with gi robot and enemy ace and unknown soldier and sergeant rock and the creature commandos and and stuff like that it was Oh,
0: that's so cool. That's your comic book origin stuff. Oh, that's mint. Okay. Yeah,
1: it was it's so Captain America for me it was like, well, and like, you know, we were military. You know, I grew up in a military base. So, you know, we oh, always wow. had, did you Yeah. Some strong sense of uh, patriotism and, and, and loving our country and you know, Captain America is like the embodiment of the quote unquote American spirit, you know, and it yep. was you know, it was like you know like uh I don't know who doesn't love Captain America, man. Dude, like, I agree. Is I like agree. Embodiment of Captain America. When you watch his movies, it's like he really is that character. It's like that that yeah. strong moral center, that high integrity. You know, um, those are things that are like when you grow up military, the, the strong sense of community and high integrity, and and if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Like those things are very deeply ingrained. But you know, like, um, um, and so those are things that always kind of resonate with me because that's kind of the people I who influenced me like that's very up. cool yeah. yeah
0: that's very you know what and i see it now having known you for like years and talking yeah. about you and you being a mentor to me of a mentor figure i so see that now like everything you just said i so see it. oh I so yeah see it. yeah
1: like military is like they'll, they'll drum discipline and so it's what uh, uh what
0: branch and was it your mom or dad
1: uh my dad he was a military policeman so wow yeah wow uh, that's what what base were you on uh uh colorado springs for carson um yeah he was wow. there for a long time man yeah he was uh yeah that's yeah. so cool um, yeah it's uh it's really weird everyone's origin stories and their backgrounds but I like who they are you're like the people around you greatly influence you I'm, I'm a big believer in like the five people you hang out with the most or the ones who have the biggest impact on you so the thing about it is you always got to look at like you know if your friends are losers then Chances are you're probably gonna be able yep. to right? I agree. It's a it's a reflection of you. I agree. It's a reflection of you, and, and you always have to look at like what choices am I making because you can still love these people, but like, you know, at some points like like you know, they might yeah. not be good for you, you know.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I have been there. I've been there you too. Know? I've had friends like that you <laughs> and live it's and not
1: learn. Cut them out of your life completely, but like this point in your life you gotta like move on with your own and do your own thing. But then who's to say that you know they don't change and you guys come back together? You just never know. Very true. You know? Very like, true. But you gotta, you always gotta remember, like you know, the birds of a feather kind of flock together a little bit, and you always gotta remember, oh, it's true in anything, like even in sports too. You know, if you're around bad players, you're probably gonna be bad because you don't want to be the. I, I guess it's like you don't want to be the 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 best performer in your clique. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. You want to be
1: the lowest performer because here's the thing: if you're with Pete, like if you're a track star, right, and you're Four other friends are like the top four rated in the world, and you're like the sixteenth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Train with them, or you run with them. You, their work ethic and how they do it, and when you train with them, runs off. And if you race definitely them does all the time, they'll probably beat you a lot, but you will get better, and you'll be able to beat other people. Yeah,
0: yeah. man, you couldn't be speaking a better analogy. I was I was recruited at UMass for track and field, and that's the same thing. I came Dang, from a man. very competitive town in Mass and it was the same thing i would get my ass beat all the, all the time and it would just be like some days i'd be like damn like that's why do i do this like oh like it's just like the same thing love,
1: like it's gonna make me better it's like okay and it
0: did and it did 100 percent. so i i i love what you're saying and yeah. as as far as i mean was that hard for you growing up in a military like did you have like was i mean did you have a lot of friends with that like how did that work i mean
1: the thing is like i was kind of uh, always uh like i always drew and always did stuff we always like with we, with I mean, military, you know, people come and go out of your life, but that's, I mean, I think, totally. yeah, mean, yeah, a lot of my, uh, like stuff was like, you know, uh, was drawing a lot. So just being by myself, drawing, like doing my own thing and then go playing with yeah. friends when they were around. But, you know, um, like that's the thing about military is just like, it's, it's, you know, your, your, your people, usually people are deployed and, and people are in your life, like maybe two to five years tops and
0: then yeah yeah my brother was in the military he actually just got out last month and yeah. he would say that all the time to me yeah. he'd be like the hardest part is that like i make all these good friends and like i'll hang out with them every day and we'll be through like all this bs together and like we'll be super tight and then i hopefully i'll see them again one day but you know maybe not type thing you know well that's the
1: thing though is it 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 really makes you want to connect with people quickly that's i think that's probably where i learned how to speak better and talk to people and communicate because it's like you know totally could see that uh the ability to make friends fast you know what i mean because i feel that yeah totally could see that no um but i mean i think that's the thing about military though it it kind of toughened me up a little bit as far as because my dad was gone on tours too it it kind of oh
0: wow yeah
1: a certain amount of self-sufficiency you have certain more expectations because you know uh especially military you have tours you know families used to be my dad was the exception of the rule but he would do back to back to back tours all the time and that was and now it's very common now where you'll do a two-year tour you're back for two weeks and you're gone for another yeah yeah one of my best friends is like that
0: yeah he's in the navy and that that happened to him oh you're on
1: a boat you're definitely not going anywhere yeah So, you you know, and it's uh, so when you're at home, you know, it's just you and your your family and you want to step up and you want to, you know, take care of things like this is back in the 80s where we were latchkey kids, where we had a key and we let ourselves in. We cook for ourselves, we did stuff, you know. And that's why it always escapes me, like kids nowadays they don't know how to for themselves. There's no self-sufficiency element. And just kind of like, dude, how do you survive, man? <laughs> like, totally. Wait.
0: I know it. Yes. And I could so see all of this translating into your professional work yeah. as you
1: do yeah. I could it so, so see up for for like um it very much is the whole sense of personal responsibility because your success or everything rides on you. It's up to you. Like no one's gonna do it for you. And, and it, it, that, that is the truth of the world, even even in this generation where they want everything to be done for them. It's like, in the end, no one's going to do it for you. If you really want yes. it. Yes. You know, it's like... That's
0: it. That is the way it goes. That is the way it goes. And that
1: you, is tough love. That is it. And yeah. it's tough love. That is.
0: Well, I, I, I love that answer. Let's switch gears here for a All second. Cool. We start. have another question here and someone asked it because they kind of know that you, are, you do a lot and you... I mean, you've seen a lot. So people... We talk about this on the show all the time. I've asked other guests that we've had on and they've been like, "Uh, I haven't heard that. I don't know. But like it's so painfully, I think, there that someone is uh, is is doing this at Marvel or DC. But someone said, John, boy, I have a question for you. It seems like the comics are flowing with what happens in the movies. Is this true? Do you know anything about this? Thank you. Love your work.
1: I think there's exceptions. I think they kind of parallel a little bit sometimes because then there's new characters that are in the movies or, or that show up in the movies that we want to bring into comics to make more prominent. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes they kind of, I, I feel like the only thing that's prevalent right now that I see that just please, please needs to stop is the multiverse. It's just, oh God, it's, they're I, beating it to death. death. It's just, oh my God, John Boy! Thank you for yeah, saying that. Yeah. I, I like, dude. I think the only one that makes sense for it is the Miles Morales movies, because um,
0: like the the yeah the um. At first yeah. movies
1: because it's like a yeah. yeah, Spider Verse, like it makes sense. It's like the linchpin to how things work there. But like, right. Everyone else, like you know, we don't need 20 Batman's. We don't need you know 10 Spider Mans. We don't need like oh god, please, yes. please stop this for a little while because. The fact is that, you know, if you make 20 Peter Parkers, like, which Peter Parker is really no longer unique, you know, it kind of, for me, I feel like you're kind of watering it down. And, you know, it's cool that you have, like, you know, a geriatric, you know, Spider-Man or whatever, you know, it's, it's cool, but it's like, hey, just, you know, it's more interesting. It's like, tell cool Spider-Man stories. Like, you know, put Peter on another adventure, maybe give this whole multiverse thing a break, because at some point, nothing matters because there's so many of each character, then it's just like, well, once Spider-Man dies, who cares? Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree with you. And and it, it's that crazy where one of my close friends, who's like a super geek, right, he was looking at last year's comics, now that the year's almost over, and he was like three or four titles for Marvel a month. Um, had to, or, yeah, what was it? Three or four titles a month. I forget what the weekly, weekly rate was. Dealt with multiverse
1: yeah so man. That,
0: that's crazy like i i so i i agree with you when you say that and that has to be something but like it, are they getting directives from the top that's like if you can incorporate multiverse stuff please do it like is it is well, that something that
1: happens like no i i'm not really involved with those yeah you know, on those so like it wouldn't be fair to me to say i could always speculate i mean for me it's more of like oh well you know let's do all kinds of versions of spider gwen like it's you know mm-hmm. she's kind when she's this she's that it's and put them on an adventure and it, it to me it just like uh, for me i'm always about team empowerment like getting a team of people together like writer artist colorist and, and even the letter like hey you know let's put our heads together let's work with the editor on this And like let's figure out what what kind of book would we want to tell what, what do yeah. we want to do? and I, I think if you. In my personal opinion, if you if you pull that talent instead of letting it be where it's very top down, I think you'd get something in return that's a lot more interesting. Because I think w- when when Marvel occasionally ask writers, because I'm sure you talked to Chip about this, about like you know when he was pitching Daredevil, he wanted to pitch Electra as Daredevil, and they're like, well, they're like well whoa, well, whoa, whoa. this is what's going on and this is why it makes sense, and they're like, oh yeah, okay, that would be cool, and they're like yeah, go for that. But very seldom do you get that where it's like you know editorial usually already has an idea
0: okay so maybe
1: it was editorial that gave chip the idea i don't know like you could always ask him but yeah you know he made that thing kind of unique and made it work because we hadn't seen it before and it was like oh this is right. fresh right it's not, fresh that's
0: the thing dude right? there's like there's certain people and i'm like when he writes i buy when he draws i buy or she and i'm always like this like i have to get this because it's always new yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of repetitiveness, and that's definitely something we've covered in this podcast like two or three times now. That's prevalent in the industry is that there's just so much of like the same thing sometimes, okay. or you know, like you said, Batman's dead for a year again. It's like, okay, we've mm-hmm. we seen this, like, uh, you know. And so it, it's it's good, loved it or hated. It. It's part of the storytelling, and nothing lasts forever in comics. So okay. you know, eventually it comes back. It's just a matter of when is he coming right. back. So that that's great. i I I I love that answer and that, that sort of makes sense. And it does make sense. So as a whole, um, we do, we have one more question too. Let sure. me pull that up. Sure. Oh my God. I have to say this only cause I thought it was so funny. <laughs> <But> someone <laughs> said, John boy, I love your work. Can you please paint me like one of your French girls?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, Oh my God! These you, you guys are you guys are out of control. Um, they're like we're looking for this diamond. They find this like weird drawing. Like oh my God, what is this? That's yeah, yeah. Right, found thirty years later, and thirty years later, like oh <laughs> yeah, that's sure, absolutely. Oh,
0: you guys are out of control. That's so. That's John Boy. That's all the questions that 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 oh, cool. we had here today. So right. all all good stuff. Thank you for the in depth answers. Um, I look forward to seeing more of your work pop up. I mean you oh. you yeah you're always you're definitely always there. I mean I I try to look out for your stuff. Um I don't follow mm-hmm. variants like that super closely and mostly it's because I I'm already spending like forty dollars a week oh, at a comic shop. So I it's, a, well, it's
1: forty dollars a week is now like maybe five books if you're lucky, right? Dude, I know it huh? I mean I look at that and I'm like
0: oh God. But um but whenever I do, whenever I can, I buy your work. I love thank it. Um, that yeah, totally, dude. Seriously, and you're such a great, genuine guy as well. I appreciate oh, you coming you. on and talking about all of this stuff. And you're you're always just so receptive. And you have since I was like in college. So I, I appreciate all of that stuff that that you do. And I really just have to make that statement on air because it's oh, doesn't go unappreciated man. or unnoticed or oh, any of that stuff, dude. Seriously, you're good. goaded.
1: Always happy to share, always happy to inspire and, 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 and challenge and push people to, 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 to chase things and go for things. Like, you know, I I think it's uh, anything I, I like I said, we were talking about earlier, anything that you want to do in this world, you always got to tell yourself it's possible, it's attainable for anybody. It's just, you always got to say, what discipline do I need to have? and What am I willing to give up in order to make that happen? You know? And and if you know, you can be anything you want to be just, you got to, put in the work for it, you know, and you got to make the most of your opportunities and nobody cares about your sad story. Like whatever disadvantages you have or discriminated against or whatever, like mm-hmm. there are a million stories of people who had the same exact story, had it worse than you, who who made, made it happen. And yeah. And the thing about it is if they did it, then you can do it. You got to know that it's attainable. And, it, and it's just like uh, nothing comes easy in this world. And after you arrive, and you think, Oh, things get easier. You're like no, it's still work, it's still got to keep going you know and and at some point in the game, you know you can always just decide to take a take a step back and take a break or do whatever, and that's always a personal choice, yeah, oh so, um it's just it's different for everybody you know and 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 that's that's part of the ride and part of the challenge and I'm always you know this is not my quote, but like you know uh, you know you can it's it's better to live 50 years and and doing what you want to do and having adventures and 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 have a very full life and you probably live many lives during that 50 years instead of 100 years or 120 years living your life in a corner you know yeah. what i mean because like yeah. what kind of life is that for you it's
0: very powerful and unfortunately yeah. you know that's like i feel like how many people go about life and and that's the way yeah. it goes and it, you know it's I, a, yeah it's
1: the thing about it is, is we take a lot of things for granted because when you look at things every year, we know winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring, summer, fall. It's just Mm. one of those things that's automatic in our mind, but you got to think about like, how many summers do we actually get? How many winters are we actually going to see in our life? You know, maybe 75, maybe 50.
0: I was about to say, it's like 75 ish. If you're, you know, like maybe
1: if you're lucky and you always got to remember like, Oh man, you know what? Like, Life is short, man. Like, you know, stop living your life like you got to like a... It is. My mom...
0: Yeah, my mom said that when I fell into corporate coming out of college. I'd be like... She'd be like, yeah, what are you doing with your friends? You know, it's summer. And like, you know, August came and I didn't really take any time off. And she was like, mistake, mistake. Like, there's still time to salvage. Like, you need to go out. Like, don't worry about work. Like, there's always going to be another thing. There's always going to be another sale. There's always going to be another this that's around the corner. Like...
1: If you want an experience in your life, if you really want to have an experience, like even if you're faith based or not faith based, volunteer for a mission trip and go to like Mexico for two weeks or or Central America or South America or Africa and help people who don't have the same opportunities or the same lifestyle as you. And it, it changes your whole perspective completely about how you view life and, and and what you're thankful for and
0: dude 100% I yep I was I was fortunate enough to not not to cut you off or I I No no yeah. I grew up and my parents were all in that I did that yeah. and I went to Kenya in like 2012
1: There you go yeah
0: and it was like un but it's still, I still think about it. God, like easily, easily t- twice a week to this we need day. water
1: is just like we take it for granted. Turn it on, it's like there it is. I can yeah, take it. and they'll friggin' walk
0: like a mile to get it. And sometimes it's not even there. And they're like, well, no water today. Like I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do. But it's, we're not, right. we don't have water. And it, yeah. so I, I, I love that you say that. And it, it's, it's so, so but true. You're
1: so young, like Nick. You're so young. Like you're just a kid, 26, man. Like go on some adventures, man. Like you know, uh, live a little, like. uh you never know whatever whatever experiences you have in life uh you will bring back with you and it may change you and and you just don't know how that's going to impact your life and your relationships because you, you just never know maybe you know you you might meet somebody from kenya who's a business person and you're like oh well, i did this i i i we did this as a kid and and like oh oh well, my god you might never know it might have been his village and he's like oh i remember them i remember yep. them uh, Yeah. like he and things like, dude, they, things like that have happened. Dude,
0: things like that have happened. They they have, have seriously. Yeah. And it's it's weird. So it's weird. But I, I I dude, I love all of all of your your wisdom and all that good oh, stuff. 30. I look forward to to hopefully having you on again down yes. the line, John Boy. If you had a great time.
1: Yes, I can to um, continue. So we'll do yeah to
0: be continued i like that i like yeah. that and I, I i'm excited for you to meet anas who's the other co-host yeah, of this so I dude good. that that's awesome with without further ado everybody please if, if you are not familiar with john boy's work you are doing yourself a disservice by not checking out his instagram shoot him a follow um you know one i been in the industry forever the guy is is he's just goaded with with this kind of stuff so definitely give him a follow and check out his work and um if you are not following Geekable Podcast already? Please shoot us a follow at Geekable underscore Podcast, where we are constantly posting about what's what's coming out this week for comics, this disc- hot topics for discussion, MCU stuff, you name it, it's there. We talk about it all. So please. Go check that out and check out next week's episode as we talk about the new Godzilla movie, which is coming out, which I'm so so excited about. Yeah, John boy, you too. You gonna try and see that? Uh, maybe no, I
1: don't have Apple, but I might just subscribe just to watch that because it's Kurt Russell. Dude, um, yeah. Kurt Russell, Wyatt Russell's in it, so it's like uh, you know. Future, past, future, past. So it ties all the movies together. John Goodman will be in it, I think. Oh, you're talking about the show, um, Monarch. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Monarch. Dude, oh man, I've heard good things about that. But
0: there's also Mm -hmm. the new, what is it, Godzilla Minus One. That's the movie that's coming out Friday, which is like almost like a reinvention of like the original Godzilla,
1: kind of. I, I thought yeah dude
0: it's being like park. kept secret their marketing isn't good for it i like it's uh-huh. straight like yeah dude oh man you have to you check it know out about
1: this movie nobody must know more <laughs> <it. Like>, what? <laughs> what's going on so yeah like i'll have to check that out i love Godzilla. yeah so definitely check it out yeah. but
0: um but i gotta check out monarch too but um but anyway everyone yeah come back next week can't wait for it guys thank you so much and john boy thank you again for being here you're the man uh,
1: anytime to be continued we'll do this again yeah that no sounds
0: worries. great <laughs> all right take care now thanks everyone